Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, brought to you thanks to the lovely people at SeedGolf.com. So try and today head over to www.seedGolf.com and get yourself some quality premium balls at half the price. Also, for the next foreseeable future here on Paddy Talks, it's brought to you thanks to the lovely guys and girls at Druid's Golf, uh, born in Ireland, now sort of from Edinburgh. Lewis Jones founded the company. Kevin Holland is running it to the nth degree here in Ireland. Really cool dudes and really proud to partner with them over the next couple of months. So if you are placing an order for, for some Drew's Golf clothing or that nice little rangefinder of theirs, just stick Paddy at checkout. And um, there might be a discount set up, but we'll get some recognition for the podcast and maybe there'll be a future discount code set up. Uh, but they'll be helping with giveaways and stuff over the Christmas period. So yeah, check them out. On this week's episode, well, it's Masters Week. Um, Masters coverage will start later on today in Ireland. And I had a chat with Conor Nolan all around who's in the form and who to stick some money on if you're into that. But really, who to keep an eye on for this week? We'd say our picks, what's Bryson going to do, what Rory's going to do, uh, etc. So sit back, relax, enjoy the episode. Uh, but first, roll it there, Colette. Listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last quarterback. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Round and over. Oh, On this week's show, we have Connor Nolan, fellow golf nut, elite golfer, and a man who is equally, if not even more excited than I am, that it's Masters Week's Connor. What's the crack? Well, buddy, cheers. Thanks for having me. Don't know about elite golfer now, but I appreciate it. Uh, anyone better than four is elite in my book. Last time yeah. I checked, you were what, two or three? Yeah, after the, the new handicaps came in, they, they chopped me now, so I'm going to be getting point ones back for another few months. Well, so what's the exact so, thanks to WHS? Yeah. 2.5 now, thanks to, thanks to them. So, I don't Excellent. know. Well, that's the index, isn't it? So, like, when you actually play your home course, you'll probably play off what you played off before. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm, I'm in C point now. So, I actually haven't gotten the list for the the, the kind of stroke index of the courses yet. It'd be interesting to see kind of where where C point lies in that and a few of the other courses already. It'd be interesting. I'm dead. I'm not sure what the hinge is. I think it's around one. It's not even out 134. yet. 134. Yeah, it's on our scorecard oh, for the Yanks. Yeah, we would have a slope for the Yanks. So I don't know if it's configured the same um, <laughs> this for us locally. Yeah, we'll, but yeah, it's around one, two, three, or one, three, four. Then after blues or something. So I'm still a solid six, seven handicapper off the white. Not, so, not easy. Uh, it's never easy. It's all about the enjoyment, you know. It's all about damage control from the first team, no matter where I play. So, <laughs> but come here to me. You're the man behind um, a bit of a master of sweepstakes on Instagram. That's that's what kind of prompted this chat. Uh, and folks, if you haven't seen it on Instagram, I think we have a couple of hours before the due time, 6 p.m. Wednesday. This will go out. So that's today. So you have a couple of hours. Um, what's it about there, Connor? Yeah, like, I think it's a mix of things. Uh, primarily just being very, very excited about uh, about the week. Um, actually started at the end of October, like, so it's been kind of um, building up for, for a few weeks now. But um, yeah, it is. It's just... Uh, kind of it initially started as a thing for me and my friends to to kind of have a bit of a a bit of crack around the around the masters but as a, as a few people 
kind of got involved and uh, it kind of kept growing. It's over to uh, the pot's over a thousand euro now, so uh, it'll be be at the moment anyway eight hundred quid to the winner. So it's um, quite lucrative. Bit of a lottery, but but yeah, it, it could be it could be a nice uh, nice early Christmas for someone. No, deadly. But like I I obviously took part as a tenor to take part, right? For our ten euros and Revolut and other other major banking online providers are supported. I'd imagine. Um, Cash is still king where Connor lives. But um, I was very impressed how it was put together. Like, so can you like break down how how you pick your team and then we'll move on to Masters Week? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, the the kind of field has been broken up into five groups. Well, six actually, in, including the amateur group at the end. If there's a, a tie break needed, but uh, essentially, Group One is the guys, uh, the, the big guns in the market, and the Group Five then is the the lads 150 to one and up essentially you have to pick one player from from each of the five groups and wherever they finish is their points total and then the the cumulative points of the five players you picked is your final score um the the one caveat then is that if one of your players missed the cut uh you're out that's the ruthless part that i loved so, so hopefully i'll pick the right guys <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting that if you if you pick someone like Bryson or, or Rory, who are nearly guaranteed to be top ten. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, their their pick is just as important as the 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 Group Five guy who um, 150 to one just has to sneak into the top half. So so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Well, I'll get the old um, the Jim Nance music and the Augusta music rolling in the background here. Um, <laughs> Hello, friends, and all that. So we're going to dig oh, into yeah. this this week's event uh, on a couple of different headings. So Bryson versus Augusta, number one. Uh, is it Rory's year? Favourites and why they're favourites. Will Tiger go back-to-back? The trending statistics picks, and then we're each going to pick a couple of golfers. So two low-odd picks and two high-odd picks, our selections. And we'll kind of go from there. So, Connor, is it Bryson versus Augusta? Is it Bryson's year? Should we even bother... Putting a few bets on. Is it is Bryson just gonna run away with it? Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Like um even guys like Speed are saying it's 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 literally Bryson's to lose. Um so when some of the some of the guys that you're playing against are thinking like that, you you have to think it's some sort of an advantage. But yeah, I think like it comes back to really just the the sheer distance he's he's moving the ball like even his, his coach Shai was saying during the week, like on a super soft Augusta, it's a ginormous advantage. And even listening to, um, I think Mark Leishman's caddy was actually on a on a podcast during the week saying that when he was kind of outlining where Mark might go on the first, like unless it's like 50 degrees Fahrenheit and a stiff wind, Bryson isn't even thinking about the bunker on the first. So like he's playing a different course. So it really is going to be kind of interesting to watch how he, how he dissects it. Like it's got to be like shades of Tiger in 97 when he just blew it over everything, isn't it? And something I think, like I've never been there, so I don't know the lie of the land, but from watching a lot of golfers' Instagram stories, the immediate takeaway from people like Ian Poulter that I've been watching especially, because he's great for that, he shows more than his car collection, <laughs> is there overall with the amount of space that they can now see around the golf course because there's no patrons. Yeah, even like you'd you'd think he's his his accuracy is fairly good to be fair, but you 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 might think that if if there's the no chance of hitting someone off a wild drive, he might even go a bit harder. So you you wouldn't know whether whether that would be coming into his head or like it, it's 
I'm not sure how much of an effect that will have on him, but uh, I think it would be easier now if he was um, maybe taking some questionable angles, like he's talking about going onto the 14th fairway from the 13th tee. Yeah, he, he can just blow it out there. So, so what I'll do for people to help, I'll stick up an old post on Instagram or, or might be the, the thumbnail for this particular episode of just like the, the layout. So all you can see is trees and it's actually, it's, there's actually like a lot of like almost double fairways. There's, there's actually not that many trees once you take the patrons out of the way because the patrons would be seen to be Mm. almost like a hazard you know they fill in the gaps that would not normally would be there or wouldn't be there like if you and I ever get to play it um, oh please you know, God <laughs> someday yeah. someday but like people for, like I think one weakness for Bryson is there's no green reading book this week and I think that's the only thing that would give the other people a chance is his kind of reliance on that what do you think? Yeah, like it's, it, it, well, it probably is going to come down to putting anyway. Like when you look at his kind of stats, he's, he's first off the tee, first tee to green, first overall. Like he, he's not just hitting the ball a mile. He's he, he's like dialing his short irons. And like obviously it's going to be a big advantage if you can get it closer. Um, but I, I think that there's one kind of really interesting stat um, that, that might might be of interest and might uh, deter someone from, from potentially lumping on him uh, is that no tournament favourite has won since since when do you think since uh 01 tiger in 05 oh it's close he went back to so, back in 01 or 02 so i was like yeah it might be tiger then but yeah so it's been 15 years since the favorite has actually won the masters so i think uh i, I think if there is anyone who can go out there and and actually break that uh, that curse it, it it could be him and this new kind of this new way of golf but um it is a it's a it's an interesting start, I thought. Absolutely. Well, he, he likes to do it his way and fair play to him for thinking of a different way to do it. One fella who's who's nearly been the favourite or, you know, is like a good Liverpool fan this year, is this year his year or is next year his year? Rory McIlroy, is this year Rory's year? Uh, I don't think so. Um, like, like, next. <laughs> literally, yeah. Like, it's just, um, like, he, he was playing such great golf um, before covid and um, like his form was unbelievable, and and since then I think he's only managed like two top tens in his last ten or 12, ten or eleven starts. So like he's just come off the boil completely. Um, you only have to look to last week where like he made twenty nine birdies at Zozo, and he finished like seventeenth. Like you just can't you just can't afford to be making that many bogeys and doubles. So um, and he's he's never gone to Dunder and Augusta either. I think this is his sixth attempt at the career slam. So yeah, yeah I, sixth I, sixth I, attempt. Yeah, I'd be thinking you it's might going be, to be a seven next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit more optimistic. Maybe that's just my personality, but there is a couple of, I suppose, stats lending in his favour. Is when he mightn't have form so far this year, the potential is definitely there. Everybody knows that. Totally he's yeah. had like he's had a streak of five consecutive top tens uh, as of Augusta last year. So that's one thing. And experience at this course. Um, is definitely needed and I think it's between himself and oh, the other player um, leaves me now it might be Jordan Speeth in terms of number of years experience for to be in like peak Masters winning potential and he's, he's kind of there now it's these next couple of years so that's the reason I'd well you might find out from my pick later on in terms of low odds but yeah I kind of fancy him this week because he's under the radar 
you know, yeah, he's Mr. Say, he's that's Mr. Stoic. That'll be a massive part. That'll be a massive part of it, like, because he has. It's yeah. it's always been a. Well, he's nearly been one of the main stories every year, and this year he's he's nearly a side story, really. Yeah, and I think not making the cut at the home, like his home open last year, made like really hit a switch internally that was like, you know, these these mean a lot. You know, and and to take to to take up on those opportunities. So I, I that's why I'd fancy him. I think there's a couple of other aspects other than than form in Rory's uh, back pocket this week. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, know I don't don't disagree with you. I just um, yeah, I do I do think he'll be uh, he'll be seven time lucky maybe. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get it done this week. And maybe the new logo on the ball will give him something else to focus on this week. That you know the Pete State now that yeah. saw that. Um, I thought it was him activating <laughs> the glutes when I first saw it, but I know it's it's the Pete State for Georgia. So yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's not because it's his favorite fruit or anything. It's yeah, George is the Peach State. Um, so yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because he's a, a native Georgia man. That's that's really makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, there. you know yeah. <laughs> um, will Tiger go back to back? Oh, like uh, anyone that knows me knows that my answer there is yes, definitely. Um, I know, like, listen, he's 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 one of the few guys who who has actually done it back to back before, so we know he can do it. But yeah, it's um, he doesn't have a lot going for him, really, does he? Um, I think when he won it last year, at least he had he had some sort of form going into it. He had he had a win and a few top tens, but. God, this year he's he's only played nine events since that uh, win at Zozo in in October last year. So it, it really is going to have to like like it did last year, except even more so this year with the lack of form uh, falling into place from. Yeah, so they, it could be could be someone out there to pick. You know, the, for, you know, longer rods than normal for Tiger. It's, you know, reigning reigning champion. But for me, yeah, the negative would be um, lack of play. Or maybe the ability to play, but also it's November. It's and the weather in Georgia, November. I have it on on higher card. I've never been there, but it's like it's colder. It's a lot colder now than in April, so that won't help Tiger on his back. And you know, I think he was up at four a.m. in April to get his body ready for that final round in warmer temperatures. So I think that's the main thing about Tiger. Might hit this yeah, week. You might see I, a lot of stretching on the course. <laughs> yeah, like realistically, it's <clears throat> if if you're backing him, it's probably because you. You still think he's going to beat Jack's record? Um, there's some. It's nearly a, the same reason you put a fiver on Larry. It's kind of a, a patriotic kind of bet, or it's there's some sort of sentimental reason you're doing it because it, it, the in terms of like there's a reason he's those kind of odds because it really doesn't stack up in his favour. But listen, if he if he if he gets gets rolling a few nice putts on the greens and puts himself in a good position going into the weekend, like. Got, like if we're if we're lucky, we might see a few fist bumps on Sunday. But um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be a, dr- a fairy tale. But um, I think I, I might be naively ast- optimistic, thinking it'll happen again. <laughs> um, but no harm. Paddy Power is, and, and there are other, other bookies available. But you know, I like to promote people with the, uh, same, name as, the same name as myself. You know, so Paddy Power, Paddy Golf, all that jazz. Yeah, they pay up to ten places. So maybe <laughs> Tigers want to include if you're thinking exactly top it's, ten stuff. It's the, it's the ten places really, because I think picking the, the eventual winner here and now is it's it's going to be pretty tricky. So we're getting to the favourites and why they're favourites. Now we've covered Mr. Protein Shake, so he's he's favourite, um, fifteen to two or so forth. I'll name four golfers then that we haven't covered: Dustin Johnson, 
John Ram, Justin Thomas, Xander Schofele, one more for the crack, Brooks. Yeah, like I, I really like uh, DJ. Um, he, he wouldn't be my, my number one pick at the at the low odds now, but like if if you want the form pick, like he's the one. Um, last six events, including two majors, he's only finished behind ten other golfers. So like when you hear that kind of form, plus the the record that he has in Augusta and consistently being there and thereabouts, like he you have to factor him in. Um, I really like Xander Schaufle. Um, like after last year's performance and after hitting the crossbar a few times this year, um, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if he isn't there thereabouts on Sunday as well. Um, John Ram with a nice hole in one today in practice on his birthday. Um, him as well. Like it's it's when you when you're talking about the top few guys and then of course Ken Majors, it's really hard to until we actually get to maybe someone shooting the lights out on a Thursday, Friday or 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 the exact opposite and having a not getting to the weekend, it's it's gonna be very hard to kind of pick and choose between the top few guys. Yeah, definitely. I suppose this is the one course of all the majors where it is a slightly smaller field and they have reined in the cut line in terms of anyone within 10. That rule is now gone, so it's top 15 mm. ties. Um, but it's generally the cream of the cropper that people are going to win this bar someone who's just in form or it suits them as a course. Yeah. So that's where we might get into like the trending like statistically in strokes game, that's where you might get into like the money ball effect of of the Masters because while you might be suited to a US Open type course or template, the Masters is the same template every year. So exactly. obviously you have to be, you know, most yeah. strokes game the week mightn't get you there or most um, strokes game putting mightn't get you there. Speed won in 2015, but Dustin Johnson was the best putter against the field, but Speed was second. But um, yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Have you any picks based on their own strokes gain stats? Uh, well, again, it kind of comes back to Bryson and and his kind of overall domination across the across the board and strokes gained. But I think one interesting one that's a bit better odds is Tyrrell Hatton at twenty eight. Like he's he's playing pretty good golf, and the the kind of form from Wentworth backs that up. And the the, the reason I'd kind of side with him is is the, the avoidance of three puts. Uh, so instead of actually the gain strokes, it's avoiding kind of the, the the silly losses. I think around Augustus Greens, that could be very beneficial. Um, his form is pretty shocking at Augusta. So if you are backing him, it is it is totally around the the, the stats uh, in form versus the stats at the venue. But um, if you want to look more at the venue, there's one actually that I was very surprised at the odds is Matt Kuchar. He's 125 to one, and he's been in the top eight in four of his last eight Masters. Like that's pretty good form on the course, and he's not playing particularly bad. It would be uh, like the the Grinch of 2018, Patrick Reed winning it if he did, because I'm not a big fan of his. But um, in terms of value for for money for ten places, uh, 125 to one at Future is it, it's a a pretty solid shout, I think. Absolutely. So I picked a couple based off strokes gained. Well, I eliminated. We're going to people I eliminated because statistically, yeah, the best no, they don't do the best. So Patrick Reed, shock and drive for the ball lately, right in the last year. So not not happening. Um, and for Augusta, it's approach play, right? It's key. So Augusta's kind of either get within ten feet or miss by so far that you're actually not a bad spot. <laughs> so I'd be eliminating yeah, like yeah. Ryan, Ryan Moore, Kevin Kisner, um, Charles Schwartzel, right? even though Charles from down the road. 
um, just because they're not long enough and they're not good enough from, from like the mid irons. Um, and form wise, you know, Adam Scott, Charlie Hoffman, um, even though they do show form, but in terms of statistically, who's on who's on an upward curve? Like Jordan Speed is coming back. I fancy him. He's training yeah, no, up. Not 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 a not a bad shout, and he's he's he does have kind of local local form as well. I, I to be totally honest, I wouldn't have him in my in my top ten now. But um, if you have some stats there to, to change my mind. <laughs> Oh yeah, like right, like Dustin Johnson is Stokes Gaines number one for the year, right? And oh, and the second player in terms of experience, but haven't won the Masters is Jason Day. He's right behind Dustin Johnson, yeah. Stokes Gaines this year, yeah. and then Jordan Spieth is third, like overall. And then you've Ricky Fowler, you know, another man hasn't been mentioned. Who's, who hasn't been mentioned? Yeah. But I don't think the course suits him either. But Jordan Spieth has won here a couple of times, and Jason Day has the experience. And he's at the same kind of experience graph as Mr. McElroy. So they match both in terms of experience of the course. They like the course. Jordan's won. And strokes gained-wise, they're trending up. Jason Day and Jordan Speed. Yeah, speaking of uh, Day there on the the, the the kind of Aussie form, like back, was it, what, 2013 when Scott won? Um, an interesting one from that group I had here as well was Leishman at uh, 175 to 1. He's a man you can never discount, Leishman. He like, does show up on the big days. Yeah, before COVID, like he won the Farmers Insurance, he won at Bay Hill, he was third in the Safeway. And that year when it was him, Scott Day, and I can't remember who else, like he was fourth, he gave it a good run. So like, I, I, I think again, when you're talking about 10 places and you're, you're trying to pick someone down the, down the pecking order, it's not, not, not completely unrealistic to say he might, he might nab, a, nab a spot. Absolutely. And you see, something that people mightn't take into account is where they are mentally. So he'd be in a great place mentally this week because they announced they're expecting for like the, the bazillionth time, like the fourth time. So like in terms of like happiness with the world around him, he'd be loving life. Yeah, so, and he's had a, he had a few months off to, to mow the lawn as well. So he's absolutely <laughs> delighted. Uh, maybe that's why they're expecting. Um <laughs> So picks, okay, so we've gone through the odds, we've gone through statistics, we've gone through Tiger and Rory and Bryson, so low odds and high odds. Pick two from the low odds and then I'll pick two and we'll do vice versa for the high odds and then we'll get into your Q&A. Yeah, like number one for me is is, is Xander Chaufle. Like I'm, I'm just going to discard Bryson because he's either going to, like he, he could do what he did the U.S. Open, and we can we can hope someone chases him, or he's he's going to get found out. And you're either in the the love him or hate him camp on that. So I'm just gonna I'm personally I'm going to avoid him anyway. Um, but yeah, Schaufler would be would be my kind of number one overall pick um, at the the fourteen to one side. He's a classy he's a classy guy as well. I think it's um, only it's a, a it's a, a matter of time before he picks up a major. Exactly. Who's your second pick for low odds? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with um, with Tyrrell Hatton. Um, it's not really low now, but but 28. Um, I think I got him at I think it was 35s or 40s back after he won a Wentworth. Um, usually a, a decent indicator of of uh, of form at the at the Masters. Um, so yeah, I think um, with his good form coming into it, hopefully he can uh, play better than he has in the last few years there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, my picks are obviously with Rory, okay, purely because of the peach and his golf ball, um, <laughs> and other reasons mentioned. And the other guy is Tony Finau, 
Yeah. So he's at 25s. He made his Masters debut in 2018, the time nearly broke his ankle, but finished top 10 with one wheel and then came back last year and played his way into the final group and was kind of overawed a bit by playing with Tiger in a major and that all played him mentally because he took up the game in 97, having watched Tiger Woods win. So, like, mm. that kind of played his mind yeah. a little bit. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think you, it's Mr. Fino. I think to, he's, uh, he's in it. If you could back him to place and not win, I'd actually take that because I'd say <laughs> he'll be there and thereabouts again, but I just can't see him getting it done. But definitely he'll be in the frame, 100%, yeah. Yeah, well, there's no par three tournament, so he can't fuck it up this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, long, longer odds, high odd picks. Take a couple there. Yeah, Who do you have? Yeah, going to stick with Kucher and Leishman. Like, I, I just think the odds are, I think Kucher's odds in particular are crazy um, with 10 places. Uh, if you're even giving me eight places in higher odds, I'd take them. Um, so Kucher at 125s and, and just a, a, a wild shot at Leishman. Um, to see if he can uh, kind of pick up where he left off before before COVID. No, decent. They're decent picks. Um, I have a couple. Now, one is actually picked because I actually pick them with my wife every year and she reminded me of someone that Jesus, like he is flying so far under the radar. Um, and I'll mention him in a second, but my first long odds pick is Paul Casey. He loves the oh, place. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. He loves the place and is, you know, 64 or 65 is in that man. Um, is long enough off the tee and, you know, he's mentally sound enough. He doesn't go off the wall anymore like he did in the Irish Open back in 2008. Yeah, he was um, like kind of top five three years in a row, wasn't he? Yeah, he's got, he's got form um, in Augusta. And the second person is because my wife picked him. Um, it's Rafa Cabrera Bale who went low couple of years ago oh. to win and has a tendency yeah. to go low in big events and he's got a decent man on the bag as well Irishman who would have carried for Retief Goosen and would have carried for Ernie Ells um, and his name is evading me but I know all that now. bag man uh, Colin Byrne is on Rafa Cabrera Bale's bag so oh. decades of experience there and Rafa is 200 to 1 so lovely yeah, Thanks, yeah. Mrs. Pettigolf, for, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely worth a five for each way on Mr. Bale. Um, Connor, thank you very much for your input and for the extensive research. And I can't wait to come home with 800 quid. Thanks for your sweepstakes too. Yeah, hopefully a bit more than that. But uh, yeah, I'll need, a, I'll need a card reader to send it to whoever wins anyway. So <laughs> fine. Decent. I will read it and just ping it straight over. It's great that way. Um, Connor Nolan, quick for a Q&A. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. What would your walk-on song be? Oh, God. Um, uh, Belter with Jerry Salmon. Go on. Jim or pizza? Uh, pizza. Hat, visor or bucket hat? Uh, bucket hat. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Walk or cart? Walk. Win the Masters <laughs> or win the Open? Masters. Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Instagram. Play or practice? I'll play, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Connor. Uh, we might have a chat on Monday evening when Tony Fina wins the Masters by three. Thanks for your time and enjoy Masters week. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, man. You're proud of you too, mate. Cheers. That was Connor Nolan. Do check him out on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't know if you can check him out uh, if he's single or not. Um, but yeah, 
Anyway, moving swiftly on, I hope you enjoyed the Masters this week. I most certainly will. I have my guys backed. Mr. Finau, let's make it a good Christmas, shall we? If you have enjoyed the episode, please do leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I know you can leave them on Apple Podcasts, so maybe go there, listen to it, and leave a review. Five stars, that'll be the job. Thanks. Uh, get your golf balls on Seed Golf. Get some apparel, rangefinder, shoes, you name it, they have it through its golf. Uh, especially if you're looking for that golfing gift for that other half of yours, or maybe for yourself. Don't get those flipping putting mats for fur on the toilet. Nobody wants those. But yeah, enjoy the Masters. I look forward to engaging with you on the social media places. And yeah, enjoy your week. I have a little help here. That's Sophie in the background. So yeah, I'll go give her a bottle. And um, yeah, enjoy your week. Fina for the win. Until we tear up again soon, I'm Paddy. <laughs>